Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. This week's episode is brought to you by a new show from the mind of Adam Benson. It's Dawn's Creek. Just like Dawson's Creek, except with a different title character name. Dawn's Creek. This tagline says, this will make a lot more sense later. I hope so. I'm Jason. Hey, what's up? I'm KJ. And guess what, y'all? In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And so this week, we're going to review our week in Week in Review. Up next, some people have real problems. Others have first world problems. And still others just like to complain about nothing. Which category does our next segment fit into? Well, yeah, it's just complaining. Later, we're going to play a little game we like to call, Do We Have a Guest? And then we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, week. things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what's up? This week, the week of review that we are reviewing. Good is up. Really? Sure. Good is up. You you know what? The Timberwolves are in the playoffs. They made it. And you know what their reward is? What? They get to play the Houston Rockets. Oh, so they're going to enjoy the second round from home. That's right. Okay. I think it's the first time they've made the playoffs since 2004. Four, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, the- I guess that's a good thing, but they're going down. There's no way. They're going to get crushed by the Rockets. Oh, absolutely. Is this the Justin Timberwolves? <laughs> yes. They all wear Timberland boots. Haven't you seen it? No. Hmm. I thought you watched the NBA. I watched the good teams. <laughs> so you're not watching your hometown team? Oh, no, 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 no. Atlanta has a team still? Yeah, I believe they do. I thought when Dwight Howard came here a few years ago, it imploded the franchise completely. Oh, actually, it did. Never yes, mind. it did. And Dwight Howard no longer plays there, right? He just left his mark and took off. <laughs> yeah, he went to Charlotte. I think he a plays years for the ago. Hornets. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, good is up temporarily. Okay. Um, I have to ask you. I saw a piece. I think it was yesterday on the the Today Show about this new video game that is sweeping the nation like i feel like it's the new pokemon go that everybody was talking about all right can i guess what it is well yeah i want to ask you if you are into it probably not i'm trying to guess what is in the zeitgeist of mainstream media what they think um what they what they think current hot video games are okay um i'm gonna say Fortnite. boom mm-hmm Eat it, Bob Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? I'm assuming. Yes, Fortnite is correct. Yeah, I've never Fortnite heard of garbage. it. Okay. That's what I thought your response was going to be. It's a garbage video game for babies. So I do not need to go get Fortnite because I could care less really about video games nowadays. But, you know, I thought. I don't well, know if it runs on your Mac. I think they have a mobile version, which is even more garbage. They but, do have um, a mobile version. Yeah, don't. No. I stayed away from Fortnite. Pokemon Go. I had no desire for Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon Go, and I will. I don't have any desire for Fortnite. No, I don't either. I, I, it's free. You can download it. the PC version is free anyway. Um, I played it a couple times because I no, Mm-mm. no, not okay. for me, not for you. All right, so you're weak. There's hasn't much been... better versions of that out there that are not. Um, how shall I say this in a nice way? Dumbed down. <laughs> Spoken like a, a true gamer. Don't use the word gamer. Gamer's not gamer's not a good term. Not to act, people that actually play games. What no. do they want to be called? Video game players or just, just people. people? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I don't need to go out. So you're saying your week has not been consumed with Fortnite, like the the piece that I saw made it seem like all of America is playing Fortnite. No. And you know why it's become popular? No. It's easy, first of all. It's easy to get into um, for this type of game, which is a battle royale game. But there are much better versions out there. 
the thing is like Drake. You know, yeah, the I did, they did mention that in the piece. Who to me is also not cool, and I don't understand why people think he's cool. I don't know. He's he seems from like Canada? super lame. Well, I mean, that's strike <laughs> one against him being cool right there. Uh, strike two would be that he was in that um, basically the Saved by the Bell Canadian version. Yes. Um, sort of Saved by the Bell cross with 90210. Um, just not, I mean, I, I'm old. What do I know about this stuff? That all that stuff seems lame to me. And I mean, not that being Canada is lame, but the, the TV shows, I mean, I, love I grew Save up watching, I, I did too. I liked it when I was, you know, in like high school. Yeah. I also but loved 90210. I never got into that teen. I had enough teen drama in my own teen life. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't need fake teen TV show, rich kid drama. Although near um, the end of 90210, I did not watch cause it got really bad. Started out bad and got really you. bad. Bad words. I know the characters. I know. I watched like the first few episodes because everybody like in high school was talking about it, but I don't remember anything after that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for me. So, I mean, take that, take that for what it is. It's not for me. Drake is also not for me. I mm-hmm. just don't see. He just seems super not cool to me. Just. I, can, I don't know. Okay. I was just going to say I can not name you one song that Drake has done, but I think I, I think he. I do know one. Okay. Isn't, isn't he the one that does start it from the bottom, now we're here? Yeah. I don't know if that's the name of the song or not, but yeah, that's him. He okay. also He's also Hotline Bling. Hotline, is that a song? Yes. I think that's the name of it. Hotline Bling. Mm-hmm. I'm dating myself here now. <laughs> yeah. But see, here, here's, the, here's the thing. I'm not necessarily a fan of Cardi B either, who seems to be the new... She definitely does. ...it rapper. Um, but I think... She seems like cool and, you know, she has some credibility to her. Mm-hmm. Whereas Drake just seems like this lame guy from Canada who happens to have a rap career. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't. <laughs> he doesn't do it for you. Oh, no. No. I mean, and I don't, I'm not necessarily into Cardi B either as far as music, but I, it's almost like I respect what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Whereas Drake just seems lame. So, and I'm in this, I just don't get it. I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't know enough about Cardi B to, to even, I know nothing about Cardi B except for um, the, vi- the bare, bare minimum. But I know that she's like, she seems to be crushing it. Like she's the new it mm-hmm. girl. Didn't she yeah, just host, co-host Jimmy Fallon with Jimmy Fallon? Well, that, that kind of takes cool points away from her in my book. but I don't think he's ever had a co-host, has he? I have no idea. They're grooming her to become the next Tonight Show host? She would be better than him. Well, no, not for what they're doing. Um, I'm not a big fan of what he does on his show either. So, Yeah, no, I, I don't. Me either. Okay. Except for when Timberland, I mean, Timberlake is on there. <laughs> Timberwolf. Timberwolf, yeah. Yeah, so what I, all I'm saying is she seems cool. There are people that seem cool. Drake, does, it's, he's like the opposite of cool to me, so I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Okay, so you're not listening to Drake and you're not playing Fortnite. Mm-mm. Okay. Anything else happened this week? Yeah. Um, yeah, I went to the Twins opening day last, uh, I guess last Thursday it was. And I, I know I, I told you I was going, but now I can, you know, report to you how it all went. I know you've been this waiting. Is, this is baseball, right? This is baseball, yeah. All right. And, you know, as expected, the weather was cold, but I was more prepared than I have ever been. And, and I actually had to take off some layers of clothing. Not many, <laughs> but I did have to, let me just tell you what I was wearing. I'll start from the top, not the bottom, and work my way down. So I was wearing a- oh, I, I see what you did there, yeah. speaking of not cool. Okay. Speaking of not cool, I was wearing a, like a beanie winter hat. Do you know what that is? I don't know what the term, you know, the people call them winter hats, stocking caps. You don't remember our discussion? We had a podcast discussion yes, about this. Yes, we did talk about this. Um, but mm-hmm. this one was a beanie. Yeah, but, okay. Okay, and then on top of that, I wore my uh, faux fur Elmer Fudd twins hat. So I had hats two hats on. Top on. of hats. Yep, two hats. And then I had um, a face guard gator type of thing over my face and nose. Did you think you were going to the North Pole? When you <laughs> sit gosh. outside for three hours in the cold... You need to be it prepared. Was, it wasn't minus 30. It was like 
30 or 40 degrees, It was right? 42 degrees, and it was sunny, oh, so I ended up, I was sweating. You could sit outside in, like, shorts in 42 degrees and sunny. Not this girl. Okay. I, I wore a base layer long-sleeve shirt. I wore a long-sleeve fleece on top of that. Um, I My wore gosh. a thick hoodie sweatshirt. I had long johns on and warm-up pants on top of long johns. Two pairs of thick smart wool socks and heavy winter sorrel boots. And then I had mittens, huge mittens. <laughs> and then I wore my coveralls on top of all of it. And then on top of my coveralls, I had a winter jacket. And, and I had accessories. you wanted to say you were from Minnesota. I don't care where I'm from. I'm going to be comfortable. That is. <laughs> and I had accessories. Hand warmers, feet warmers, body warmers, a fleece blanket, and wait for it, a Snuggie. Okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm out. I will say that the Snuggie was free. I would never pay money for Snuggies. Oh, okay. That's like you were going to like Lambeau Field like for the ice bowl and it was zero degrees. Yeah, I was ready. It was a little overkill. I was ready. And, and, and in fact, Saturday's game I'm going to, I think it's going to be, I'd be surprised if it wasn't postponed. It was, it's going to be a blizzard. Oh, more snow coming? Yes, Saturday's mm. going to be awful. So anyway, I was, that's not, you know, they had a great game. They they won. They came back and won. They were down and they came back and won. And all that was well and good. Nobody but, cares about the game. No, but the, uh, there are two things that happened um, during the game. Both occurred during the pregame ceremony that I wanted to tell you about. <laughs> that were not part of the game. Not a part of the game. The, the game okay. was this fine. Is what I want to hear. Yeah. I was hot, whatever. I took off layers. It, I was sweating. It's baseball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So number one. I cannot seem to get away from these curlers, these Olympic curlers. Guess who threw out the first pitch at the game? Was it the hot one? All five of them. Four of them. Oh, however many. Oh, so. They were, they so whichever one the you think is hot, that, they were out there. The hot one was out there. And, the, and then they sang the seventh inning stretch, Take Me Out to the Ball Game song. And the hot one was leading the charge with the mic. What, um, what song did they sing at the Twins game? Take me out to the ball game. Oh, the traditionally original. Yes. They don't do like, you know, what is it in Fenway where they do the Neil Diamond song or whatever? Oh, yeah. No, they don't do that. Okay, good. I mean, they play a song that you can sing along with, but as far as crowd engagement, it's take me out to the ball game. Yeah. Okay, so there was that. And I will say that one of, at least one of the curlers rolled the ball to the mound. Haha, <laughs> get it? Do they bowl? Is it a do the do the curlers bowl on the in their spare time? What, they what? must. They must. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the second second thing, which was honestly the highlight of the entire game for me, and like I said, it happened before the game actually started. So okay, I have to set a little picture here for you. We are sitting. My friend Rachel and I are sitting in the second level, kind of like the club level or mezzanine level, mm -hmm. row one, just past the third base bag. So we have a really good view of the left side of the infield, left field area. And we're, we're starting to get ready, or they're starting to get ready for the, start, uh, the national anthem. So most of the players have come off the field. Um, they're done warming up, and, and they're lined along the, you know how they line up along the first and third baselines um, when they do. The, no, but I'll take your word for it. In the big, big games, like the all-star game playoff series and opening day games, they do that. And then they have this huge American flag in the center of the field. Um, you know what I'm talking about. There's big pregame rituals that they do for big games. Sure, yeah. But for the, but, so most of the players were down there, but the starting pitcher for the Mariners, who, who were the Twins' opponents, he's standing out in left field, finishing his stretching and his warm-ups. And I think that's actually pretty common where the, the pitcher stands out there and... and um, oh, I, I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. I, I, I saw this. Yeah, so he's a pretty big guy. He, and, yeah. and, he, and he's standing for the anthem. He's standing there. He's got his hat off. He's got his hat pressed to his heart, you know, that whole getting ready for the anthem. So here comes the anthem. The lady's out. I don't even remember who's singing it. Doesn't matter. Um, and she's standing <laughs> out by home plate. <laughs> you would think for open, is this, this is opening day, right? Yeah, this is opening day. You would think for opening day, they would get some known person to sing the anthem. She is known and she's a Minnesota native. I had never heard of her, but. Well, then she's not known. If well, you know, if I, never heard of her. I didn't really know who Cardi B was, and she's well known. So, was it Cardi B singing the national anthem? No, but it was. It for some reason I want to think it was some lady who was a rapper. 
Queen Latifah? No, no, it wasn't that big. I definitely know who Queen Queen Latifah is. Okay. But anyway, she's at home plate. And I don't know how they do it at other stadiums, but that's how they always do it at Target Field. They stand by home plate and sing. And then the camera guy's out there, and he's got the camera pressed in her face. And um, the, press mount, the, the press announcer then says, before she starts singing, he's like, okay, I want you to look to an, right across to center field, so directly across from where she is at, at home plate. There's a restaurant up there, and there's a guy out there holding a bald eagle. What are they? Are they called falconers, or or maybe an eagler? What are they called? I think they're called I falconers. Know, I don't know if somebody who holds an eagle is called a falconer. Well, he might, then it's an eagler by process of deduction. A bird guy. Yeah, and so so the, anyway, they they announce the eagle. You know, our country's mascot, our symbol of freedom, and, and all that. It's going to fly. He says, as, "We're going to as the national anthem is." Winding down, this eagle's going to fly from this gentleman to the guy standing, the other falconer, if you will, standing at the pitcher's mound. So watch out for that at the end. So, you know, as she finishes singing, this majestic, beautiful eagle, you know, and and then they also had jets. So they had this whole scene. The jets were going to fly over to. A lot going on. So anyway, the, she, start, she winds down the anthem, and the eagle starts flying towards the pitcher's mound, as he's supposed to do. Then all of a sudden, the eagle makes like an, an abrupt 90-degree turn to the right and starts sort of flying around the Seattle pitcher. Nice. And then uh, the eagle starts flying back. So he fly, he's like, wait a minute, this is wrong. So he starts flying back toward the guy at the Centerfield restaurant. But then he, as soon as he starts flying back, he stops like midair and turns around and comes back to the pitcher. And clearly, he's trying to land on, on this pitcher. And the eagle, you know, he sees it's not going to work because the, the, the pitcher doesn't have the little perch thing on his shoulder. So he lands on the ground next to the pitcher, but he, he stays there only three seconds. He's like, this isn't right. I need to get on this pitcher's back. So he gets back up, and he actually lands on the pitcher's back for about two seconds, and he, and he can't stay on. And finally, the dude, I don't know what the dude at home plate or um, pitcher's mound was doing, but he took him forever to get down there and save this pitcher. <laughs> and it was, a, it was crazily entertaining. And, you know, this is clearly Probably not, not what, for that dude. This, well, and he was, he was great. He stood there and, and I would have been running for the hills. I would have, I would, you would have seen, you would have been like, what is that flash? I think I just saw somebody running, but it is so fast. I do not know. It was that lightning out here on this 42 not, deg- deg- degree day. You're not outrunning that eagle. Yeah. <laughs> let me give you, let me, Well, I hate that, to break it to you. You're not outrunning that eagle. And that's probably going to make it more likely to chase you down and attack you. Yeah. Well, that's what the pitcher was. He did the right thing. He just stood there and let the eagle do his thing. Mm-hmm. But the extra funny thing about this whole thing that I learned after. Again, the, probably not extra funny to this guy. No, and he's lucky, he's really lucky, you know, first of all, that he didn't get any cuts or get hurt at all, because I mm-hmm. think the twins would have been in some trouble for that. This pitcher's nickname Probably. is the Big Maple. I learned this after the game, and here it is. He's from Canada. <laughs> nice. So our American bird, you know, the animal revolution is real. That's all I have to say. Yes, and you are right. Well... We guessed right that uh, you can you can use an eagle in falconry and call it falconry. Falconer. Boom! All right, a falconer, because mm-hmm. eagler just doesn't sound right. Says it's they're rarely used, but you can. Well, the falconer that was supposed to be using him, something went awry. Did they ever interview the guys and say what happened? I haven't or seen just, anything. Or is it just eagle gone eagle? I think it was eagle gone eagle, and okay. and I, I I don't know, but. Can you, do you think the twins are going to do this again? Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If, from a, like a, a legal standpoint, you would think they would be afraid because if they injured, if somebody actually got hurt, like the guy couldn't like yeah. pitch for like a month or whatever. Uh-huh. Think about the lawsuit. That's absolutely gonna yeah. And and entail. You know, it was funny and everything, but in all seriousness, I was a little bit. I felt sad for the eagle. He was clearly confused. He did not know where to go, and he must have been scared. There's a lot going just, on. He was just out there spreading his wings. Yeah, he was. He was. So that was the best and most entertaining thing in the whole game. And Baseball, ladies and gentlemen. And if I must say, and I will say, 
that this hardly got any traction at all. And if it would have been a New York Yankees game, I'm pretty sure the whole country would know about it. I mean, I, it was on Twitter a little bit, but that's the only thing that I saw like for a day was the Eagle attacking this guy. I care nothing about baseball, certainly not the Minnesota Twins or anything. You know, who, who were they playing? The Seattle Mariners. No. And that's I never it was an unending stream of stuff about it. OK, well, I didn't see that. I mean, I tweeted it out because I had a front row seat to this. Well, mm-hmm. second second deck seat, but pretty close. <laughs> Front row on the upper deck. Yeah. But, we, you know, when we saw that eagle make that turn, we're, we looked at each other and we're like, I don't think that's supposed to be happening. It was What if it funny. had came into the stands where you were and started, like, sitting on the rail in front of you? Um, I Again, I would like to think that I'd sit there cool as a cucumber, but I'd probably um, scream and try to run. <laughs> in my, But big. I wouldn't get very far because I had coveralls, winter boots. We don't need to go over what I had on. Yeah. That thing would have thought you were an actual like furry animal, like a mouse or something, because of all that fur you had on it would have Well, yeah. You. The only thing you could really see were my eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, yes. It would, it would have went after your hat. <laughs> yes. I don't doubt that at all. Anyway, that was, it was fun. But um, I've never seen that before, and I don't think I'm going to see that again, because the twins would be stupid if they tried to do that. I think it's, um, I think it's Auburn. Because they had that war eagle chant, I think Auburn college football they send out an eagle, like at they do this at like all their home games, football games. Mm. Well, the twins have done it before, mm. and it was successful, but I don't think I don't think they should try that again. Or they need to get a new eagle or a new falconer. Well, yeah, it's just when uh, when you involve wild animals, absolutely, you can't ever. (laughs) Sometimes it gets what you get, what you get. That's right. And I don't think they were thinking about what might go wrong, which, again, if you are dealing with wild animals, you should always think about what might go wrong. Right. They should have had a sniper up at the top of the stadium ready to take that eagle out if he decided to get off course. (laughs) No. No. That would have been awesome, like when Randy Johnson threw that fastball and obliterated that bird. (laughs) Yeah. That was, again, we need to know, young Statman needs to tell us the odds of that occurring. Of that baseball hitting that bird? Yes. I can tell you that. You just take, it's one out of literally every pitch in the history of Major League Baseball, and it's one out of that. <laughs> so it's a yeah. lot. I hit a bird once with a golf ball in, right in the fairway. Nice. Yeah. But the irony of the, this don't bird. Don't tell me you got a birdie. Don't, I don't want to hear and that. I'm not going to do that. I didn't. But the irony of this this being the opposition's team's pitcher, who was also from Canada, made it, uh, that was pretty good. I thought. Again. Baseball. That guy probably did not think that. No, but he was really <laughs> he, The guy, he played it cool. It was great. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Well, see, there's, there's an example of a cool Canadian. Unlike That's right. our friend Drake. Yes. Friend of the show, Drake. <laughs> The big maple. I can say that, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> the big maple. I know. And apparently oh, there's boy. some commercial out there um, in Seattle area mm-hmm. of him like having a nest of eggs in his baseball hat. Bird eggs. So, again, the eagle go da- going after this guy with the bird eggs in his hat. Oh, maybe the eagle saw the TV commercial and was like, oh, I recognize that dude. He's yeah. got bird. He's got bird eggs i'm gonna go eat them that's what i because think because don't eagles aren't they a bird that eat the eggs of the other birds um i don't know but maybe i should just pretend like i know facts from the animal kingdom yes. unchecked <laughs> and probably wrong <laughs> but we're going with it yes we don't care no i think that's obvious yeah yes obvious indeed jason very astute observation there by you. Coming up next, I'm going to complain a lot <laughs> about people, about the internet, about people ruining the internet, about the internet ruining people. I mean, it's a vicious cycle. This podcast, I mean. So this is not necessarily a problem, but just something that I've ran into recently, and it's it's been happening more and more recently is the reason why I want to bring it up. and. Honestly, we need something to talk about. Okay. So I'm going to complain. All right. When, whenever you're reading, this happens a lot on ESPN, I notice. 
ESPN.com. But I've seen it other places too, so it's not just ESPN. Whenever you read an interview, like a quote that quotes an athlete or quotes a person, mm-hmm. partic- particularly athletes, because um, again, ESPN is where I see this happening the most. And they have like the, the quotes and they put the, the person's quote in there. But in brackets, they will have like, it's like they went, oh, this is what this person meant to say. So I'm going to replace what they actually said in a quote with brackets and put into different words what they said or like add a word in in brackets. Have um, you seen this? I don't think I've seen that, but you're not supposed to do that, are you? Oh, my gosh. Aren't you supposed to just write to seek if you want to do anything at all? I have no idea, but it's, it's super annoying to me. And it th- takes me out of whatever I'm reading. And I wish they would just quote word for word what the person said. Or don't put it in there. If, if there's a quote that you want to capture what the person says, just don't quote them. Just say, here's what they said. Right. And put it in your own words. Don't, don't, don't have a quote. And then inside the quote have multiple instances of words or phrases in brackets. They, they, I cannot believe you had not seen this. They do it all the time. Uh, let's see. I might have seen it, but here's one. Uh, they were interviewing some baseball player and he says, you catch the tail end of something. They get the second guy sometimes is obviously what he said, but the quote is in brackets, bracket, the umpires in bracket, get the second guy sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I've seen that. Yeah. They just want to make sure that the readers know exactly who you're talking about. Quit treating me like an idiot. Yeah. It's easy to infer what the person means. But the worst part is when they correct someone who has speaking that does not have good grammar. Right. Yes. You should not do that. I'm okay with that that one, really, that you just read about the umpires, because just to make sure, to clarify a little bit about what the person might be talking about is fine, but to correct someone's grammar is not fine. Well, I don't even want them to do it. When somebody uses a they or it or them or he or she, if you do a good job of writing, then you're then people there won't be any need to clarify anything. Right. How about write better? Yes. But get good. Get good. But then I suppose <laughs> but that. You see what, do you do? You understand what I'm saying, though? Yes. Is the, yes, and I don't think they should do that. Yeah, I. I it I drives me crazy. The I'm just like just write, write what they said. Well, clarifying like the umpires, I've seen that a lot more than clarifying actual quotes to make it better grammar. Um, Oh, no, they'll put they'll put like words in. In the middle of someone's sentence to to correct grammar and stuff like that. No, that's a bad idea. It's not necessary. No, it's not. Like, here's another one where it's Jamal Crawford, who was for the Clippers. Uh huh. This is. In the first year, it was fun, says Jamal Crawford, who played with the team for five seasons. Then the bracket, Donald bracket, Sterling thing hit. Everybody knows what he's talking about. You don't have to put the guy, you don't have to do that. So what was, what did he say? Then the thing? He said the Sterling thing. Oh, so the bracket Donald says Donald, is, Donald is in? Yeah. 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 No, that's, you don't have to That's unnecessary. Do that. Yeah, that's. And then later on in that same article, he's talking about. Success from the Celtics that didn't carry over to the Clippers, blah, blah, blah. He said, we had early success there, Paul Pierce saying that. But instead of there, they say we had early success bracket in Boston in bracket. And I'm like, we know what he's talking about. Yeah. I wonder if, um, you know, if if the reader wants to, if the reader wants to look up who Sterling is, they can do that on their own. Yeah. Give some, give people who are reading this some credit. Mm hmm. But I bet you they're doing that so that you can understand everything they're writing so that you'll keep coming back to their site. Like, oh, it's all clear. Everything is, I can understand everything. It makes it so much dif- more difficult when you're actually trying to read the flow of it. Sure, when you throw brackets in. and, and yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. If you want to clarify what someone is saying, then don't quote them. Just, just say, here's, what, here's the gist of what they said. And you can put like a word or a phrase in quotes, which I even don't even really like that. But I've seen that all the time where if it's a specific phrase you want to use, you'll put in, you'll, you'll be talking about it. And then you'll have the quotes of just that phrase and talking about some another player or something like that. You want to have that in there because 
you want to be like, oh, they called them that or they said that about them or they right. put it yeah. that way. So just do that. It's, it's unnecessary. Well, that's for sure. And takes me out of trying to read what it is about. So that's, that's, that's my whole point. So they're that. defeating their purpose for you. A hundred percent. So have you seen it at the other places? You said you have, but ESPN.com comes to mind the yes, most. I've seen it other places, yeah. yeah. I've seen it at other news outlets that do it. Here's one. It says, it's, it's Jason Terry talking about the Boston Celtics. If you think just because they don't have Kyrie Irving, Gordon, Hayward, and Marcus Smart, then you're going to go and walk in through a Boston Celtics team, you're crazy. That's one of the loudest, rowdiest crowds ever. Bracket at in bracket playoff time. So what he basically said, that's one of the loudest crowd, rowdiest crowds ever playoff time or in playoff time or, you know. During playoff time. During, he didn't, he wouldn't, they wouldn't have replaced that. He probably said in or maybe just left out the word completely, but they replaced. I want to know exact, I want to literally know what he said right there. Right. Yeah, that's I, weird. It's I, stupid. I, I don't understand that either. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Why would they do that? You're not teaching English? I, I don't know. It, and again, I can see how it It's would, a first world problem because it's one of the least <laughs> important things in the world right now. Yeah, I can see how that would annoy you, annoying. though, as a reader, seeing all those yeah. brackets and unnecessary brackets. And while I'm at it, I'll complain about uh, endless scrolling web pages. Um, what do you mean, expand? Almost all websites do it now, where especially places that have you know news posts, where there's no bottom to the website. You just scroll, and there's another story come up, and you scroll, and it's loading stuff as you go. Oh. I, I want to. I want them to design something so that it's. Hey, here's the stuff that's on the main page today, like, like the internet used to be in my day. In my day, we had ends to websites. We had a bottom <laughs> to a page, and you had to click to go to the next page. I want to see what they consider to be. These are the main things for today or recent. Here's on the page. I prefer a website to have like a. I prefer them to curate it a little bit more than just okay. Here's the next story. Here's the next story. Here's so it never ends. Yeah, it's my yeah. it's OCD on my part. I want to get to the end of it. I want to see okay what's what's been posted today or what's the mo- latest stuff, and it needs to have an end. It needs to have a defined. Here's the bottom. If you want to go more, have a button that says more, and you pull up you know a list of categories, or you go to the next page or whatever. So it's we've gone from either endless scrolling websites to hey. We're going to tell you the headline, and in order to get the subheadline, you have to click next, and then we're going to tell you like the first item, and then you click next to get to the next item. Those listicle things. Yeah, yeah. It's either it's either it's one extreme or the other. It needs to all be in the middle. And I'm assuming you're talking mostly like on a desktop that you're reading. It does these it on things. your phone too? On yeah. my phone, what I can't stand, and I probably you probably have ad blocker in, but I cannot stand. You get halfway through the article, and then you get a bunch of pictures of you know erase belly fat and this and that you at first you <laughs> yeah. think it's part of the article article and you're like what is this all about and then you realize that you have to scroll past about 10 advertisements that if you click on them then you get a video yeah and then get to the bottom of the article yeah drives well, me it's, nuts yeah that stuff is awful too it's it, i mean it's the whole art advertising marketing destruction of the internet but um in information as we know it but yes. on your phone at least you can go into reader mode at least on an iphone you can well, I don't know how to do it, and I have an iPhone. It's, it's a little thing at the top. You click in the, it's like a little thing that says view and reader mode, and you click it, and it eliminates all the ads. Is that easy? It makes easy? it easier to read. Oh, yeah. I thought I had to install an ad blocker on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't, I would run an ad blocker anyway, just because it's nightmarish to navigate some of these sites now. Well, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, it's, it's either you have, to click way too many times or there's no end to the website and it's I don't understand why it has to be one or the other it's stupid right it is and it makes you not want to read anything yes that's 100% it makes makes me not want to visit your site yeah and it makes you want to just watch a video of LeBron James saying something because you don't know how the person writing it's going to change what he said no I hate that I wish I could go back to 1996 and in a time machine and say, don't put video on the internet. Well, yeah, that's true. It's going to be the ruination of the internet. 
And because it is so terrible. Well, it is, especially the preloaded of the videos that just start playing when you come up auto on play. a. I yeah. cannot autoplay yet. I cannot yeah. stand that. And I, and then you fumble around trying to find how to stop it. And for people that have limited data, and they, you know, like, uh, hello, me out here in the middle of nowhere. I have limited data. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see your video. It no. eats up my bandwidth. Well, the the worst thing, the thing that even makes it worse to me is. The fact that if you go to ESPN, and a lot of places do this, but ESPN is particularly awful about this. If you see like a 30-second clip that you want to see, like some play some play from a game the night before, and you're like, oh, I'd like to see this, the highlights, it's a 30-second ad to see like a 45-second yes. clip. Yep. So guess what? The second that I see the ad come up and it's like 15 or 30 seconds, I'm closing it. I don't care. I don't care to see it enough to watch your ad. Yeah, well. So I've learned now just not, not to click on anything. I just, I am, I think I'm going to eventually get to the point where I'm just like, I'm not using the internet anymore. Yeah, I think you are too. Will you watch the videos that say, um, you can skip this ad in three seconds? Will you give it three seconds and then skip it? Yeah, because it takes me like three seconds to go, uh, what is this? Yeah. Okay. It takes me three seconds to try to track down the button. And ESPN is also terrible about the banner ads at the top, the header ads. Yeah. That like... Because they'll put a button in there that looks like the close button, but it's not the close button. It's the expanded yeah, yeah. button. And it's like underneath at the very bottom, it's like scroll down to close this ad up. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just trickery. It's wrong. Trickery. It's wrong. And I, you know what I blame for this, obviously? Advertising and marketing. Yeah, advertising but, and marketing. But it comes back to greed. Yes, it all comes back to greed. I think we mentioned greed in the last. We should just mention, make sure we mention greed in every episode. Yes. Just because like Justin real, Timberlake. Yeah, it's all a mess. It is, it's, it it's is all, a mess. It's all a mess. The internet sucks now and has <laughs> for a while. and It's terrible and people have ruined it. Now that's a first world problem right there. The internet yes. sucks now. People have ruined it and I honestly don't know how to fix it other than you just hit the reset button on it. Set the, set the board back to zero? Is that kind of like set the board to zero? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm, Reset. So, it's so bad. I agree. It is. We've taken this beautiful resource that could have been awesome and incredible and, you know, revolutionized, you know, how we do things. And we're going to get to this, I think, in feedback where during that quiz, we were spouting off all sorts of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, the reason why that people don't need to have all that information in their head anymore is because just about everybody now has something in their pocket that has access to basically all the information in the history of the world. That's true. And you don't so you need don't to need know to it. keep that in your head, which allows for more space for critical thinking, which some will argue that is dumbing down people <laughs> because we don't know this stuff. But like factual, like trivial, inf- not trivial, but, but factual information, things like that can be kind of put on the back burner because you're like, if I need to look this up, I can look it up in 10 seconds. Yeah, you've just made me feel better about forgetting everything I think I once knew. Honestly, I think that's why I don't remember stuff anymore. Is because the internet has trained me over the year, last few years, to just be like, "Oh, you don't need to remember that." And it's a subconscious thing of you don't need to remember that. Clear the stuff out of your head. It gives you more time and more space for thinking and less actual factual, you know, memorization. Of course, I forget important stuff like history and remember stupid stuff like you know. Uh, who was in this movie, you know, 30 years ago that I didn't see. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, I forget history things. What's the name of the kids in the Willy Wonka movie that I didn't see? Veronica Salt. Close. Veruca Salt. There you go. And, of course, the way, only reason I remember that is because there's a band called Veruca Salt. Yes. It's a female mm-hmm. band, isn't it? That is correct. Yeah. Do they sing, like, punk rock? Mm, sort of just alternative rock. Okay. Have you recommended them to me before? Do you like them? Are they good? Yeah, uh, they're they're okay. okay. They have a couple of like few good songs. It's I probably wouldn't recommend them. I would say go listen to it and see if you like it. But okay, they're not bad. So the first world problem this week is the internet sucks. The internet um, stinks. The internet in its current you know form. form. Yeah, but, but it's know- mainly because people have ruined it. But there, of course, there is a whole other token that the internet is has brought us things we never would have thought possible. I well, mean, yeah, 
but it's, a, it's a tremendous technology that people have ruined. Yeah, yeah, people have ruined. Yes, <laughs> the yes. greedy people have ruined. <laughs> That's true. People ruin everything. Well, of course. Do you have any first world problems? Um, no, I think I'll save my first world problem because this this problem will keep. Okay. I mean, mine ain't going anywhere anytime either. Yeah, this will keep. <laughs> yeah, this is mine's going to get worse. Yes. Before it gets better. Yeah, because it's better. not going to they're not going to make it easier on you to, you know, they're going to keep throwing those brackets in quotes or those bracket those changes in quotes and brackets. They're going to keep advertising on the internet. They're going to make it worse. Oh yeah. It's yeah. it's going to get way worse before it gets better. Uh, yep, I think you're right. I mean, look at the Facebook stuff from this week. I know. And that is a mess. I do not think. I would like to say that Facebook will not survive this, but they're going to. No, not everybody's going to quit. The the whole problem with it is the fact that they stole or, you know, spied on or took all this information from people and formed profiles about them in order to directly market to them and influence stuff. It's everything that I've been complaining about since we started this podcast mm-hmm. with advertising and marketing. Yep. The bad side of it. Greed. There are good advertising and marketing things. This is evil. Yes. Yep. And people that are doing this in order to sell a product are bad. And people who are doing it in order to uh, change and influence an election are obviously bad. And people who are doing it in order to, you know, promote their own ideals and agendas are bad. So it's it's all bad. It is. It's, it's bad. It's all bad. I agree. I agree. When you boil people down to a category of numbers and put them into a different, you know, preference settings and then you try to influence that group of people knowing, hey, they they're probably likely to lean this way, so let's push them that way. Then we're literally getting into, you know, the world of 1984. The book Yes. Which I have not read. Okay. But I know It didn't have any it. bracket quotes in there. No. I'll tell you that. Okay. Good. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Hey, thanks again for listening, you. Or you all, or y'all, or... You guys, or you gals, or you gals and guys, or you, the royal you, is that a thing? If you'd like to send us feedback, you can reach us on Twitter at SpeakTangents, via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com, not speakingoftangents at gmail.com, because that would be too easy. Oh, you can also hit us up on Snapchat, Face... No, not Facebook. No, uh uh-uh, not anymore. I'm out. Do we have any feedback this week? Well, yes. Yes, we do. And and, um, most of it is about the quiz we took last week. That's understandable. Yeah, but let's try something different. Let's start with some email today. We actually got emails? We got some emails. Oh, and speaking of email, if you, you have not emailed us um, and you were one of the winners we announced last week in the brackets. Too bad. You have until the end of the day today, the 13th, to email us your mailing address and code word. Oh, okay. I thought they were out of time. Pretty soon. And so far we've gotten six of ten. So there are That's four people still out yeah, there. That's good. Yeah, yeah, 50%. And I think um, a good number of those. Six people have said we can deliver to Jingle Fest, so that's very kind. Thank you. Yes, yes. All right, um, back. Oh, go ahead. So I guess what's the contingency plan if these other people don't? We're not giving the prizes to anybody else. We're just keeping No, them, right? they're going back into the bin. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so oh. don't email us because we don't want to send it out. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, back to the email. Patrick Smith from Annandale, Virginia, and he was mm-hmm. one of our winners. Um, he said, I just want to provide some feedback regarding some recent episode. And we won't, we won't read all of it, but here's some of it. And number one, of course I'm going to read this. KJ is absolutely correct. French toast is far superior to both pancakes and waffles. 
three subjective. exclamation points. Okay. Um, please tell, number two, please tell Jason that Georgetown is not located in the state of Virginia. Yes, this I know. And there were um, other people that also said that. And I don't know what's worse. And I think I tweeted this. That you didn't, that you were saying that it was in, in Virginia or that mm. I knew it was in D.C. And blindly just let you keep going without saying anything. Like, well, just assume that Jason Fuse was correct. Well, of course. But let me, do you want me to explain my, what I meant by all this? Well, let me tell you that I have been to Georgetown. I have toured Georgetown. I know it's in D.C. <laughs> I know where it is. I figured you did. Okay, so explain it. Everything in that DMV, Virginia, Delaware, uh, D.C. area is all Virginia to me. Oh, it's all Virginia to you, yeah. not to D.C. Just like not all Atl- DC. Atlanta is Atlanta and everything in the seven or eight surrounding counties. Okay. I ain't talking well, city limits here. I, it's a general, it's all Virginia to me. Because I grew up in Virginia, so it's Virginia. So if you live in Delaware, but if you live on the, like, you know, real close to the Virginia, D.C. border, you're Virginia to me. It's that, it's that general area. It's like calling, it's like saying New England. It's okay. the whole entire, it's like a bunch of different states. The Virgi- and that's just me, because I, I think DMV is silly. So I just say Virginia, and that covers that whole area. Whole and, then area. You, then, and then honestly, I don't have to remember, oh, is this on this side of the line or this side of the line? Yeah. Of course, that you know, might bother <laughs> it's the an folks oval that shape. actually live in Maryland and D.C. proper and well, Delaware. Yeah, good for but them. I know you don't uh, really Virginia's an oval shape, so it's like it covers a lot of area. And by the way, DMV, I didn't know what the DMV was. I always thought it was the local driver's office. I think it's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, right? Well, now I know what it is, but I didn't know. Or is it know. Delaware, Maryland, Virginia? Um, I think and D.C. It's, is just assumed to be part of it. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to ask an expert who's from that area. Yeah, maybe. But for years. Which is obviously not us. <laughs> no. I've only known that DMV meant that area for probably since we started going to Jingle Fest. Yeah, basically for me too. Because I don't know if it was around, you know, when I lived there 30 years ago, whatever it was. The, well, the la- okay, now the last three points that Patrick Smith is making is, are all clarifications mm-hmm. about mascots and nicknames. The Georgetown nickname of Hoyas is derived from the mixed Greek and Latin chant Hoya Saxa meaning what rocks, nerds, which gained popularity at the school in the late 19th century. Oh, that's a little better. And Patrick adds parenthetically, okay, I admit that this is dumb. (laughs) Yes, good. (laughs) And then the next one, the Virginia Tech nickname of Hokies originated in the, quote, old Hokie, quote, spirit. Any brackets in that quote? No. Good. No. Yell created, spirit yell created in 1896 by a student. The team mascot is the Hokie bird. A turkey-like. What did I say? I I'm just clarifying. You said 1896. 1896. Not 1996. 1896. An unofficial moniker, the Wahoos, or Who's for sure, um, Who's for short, based mm-hmm. on the university's rallying cry, Wahoo, Wahoo, is also commonly used. <laughs> Wahoo. Yeah. And he also adds parenthetically here, yes, Jason, this is also dumb. Yeah, that's my entire point of, <laughs> that's cool that I, I had no idea where a lot of this stuff came from. I think it's cool that he did that. I also glad that he readily admits it's all dumb because it's it's just funny to me that this general i'm not going to say virginia i'll say this general region of the country that includes maryland virginia dc delaware you know that whole kind of area there it's funny to me that so many and unusual that so many of their universities have this kind of thing going yeah where it's like some nickname and mascot and they have a different mascot that is not the actual, you know, name nickname of the team. And I'm sure this stuff happens way more often than I realize all over the country. But it seems like a lot of this is concentrated in the general oval 
Virginia-shaped area of the country. The oval Virginia shape, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so thank you for those clarifications, Yes, Patrick. totally. Um, okay, from the winner of the middle of the pack prize, with the bracket name of Like a Turgeon, uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Turner wrote us, Wow, I have never been so excited to be mediocre. <laughs> Finally, it paid off. Nice. And he said, I had no idea, but I, I had no idea, but I can't wait to wear my participation medal and put the sticker on my car. Nice. These are, are, these, are these actual medals or are they like ribbons? No, they're medals with ribbons. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. P.S. French toast is the best by far unless you add fruit and whipped cream to the waffles or chocolate chips or bananas to the pancakes. Even then, French toast is still better. Well, are you eating dessert for breakfast? Sure. Go ahead. Well, he's saying that you have to add all that good stuff to make those add up to French toast. That's what I'm saying. If you want to eat dessert for breakfast, I guess, you know, you want to be that kind of person, then, hey, go for it. I don't mind putting all those things on. I, I figure just the syrup alone is dessert. I put the syrup all over the French toast. It's kind of a flavoring. You put syrup on waffles, too, you know, right? Yes, I do. When I eat them. Mm-hmm. And here is it's our... It's just all the same to me. No, it's French toast. But here's our very first comment, well, at least mm-hmm. public comment, from my, my mama. Uh-oh. So this is, this is the only thing that really matters about this. Right, right, yes. This is yes. the final word on this. Yes, and she emailed this to me. Waffles are best because they have lots of crispy surfaces. We just had them tonight. Case closed. So mama, mama went against me with the waffle. <laughs> and the licorice. And the licorice. Yes. <laughs> I see a pattern forming here. It's a trend. <laughs> yeah. Um, and from Mary, Mary Faye Randolph, who had some feedback about the quiz we took uh, last week. Cool. The character Dill in To Kill a Mockingbird is based on Truman Capote, hmm. as Capote really did visit his aunt, or aunt, who lived next to the Lees when Harper was a child. Hmm. As I'm typing this and listening to the remainder of the quiz, I'm screaming, quote, Y'all are so young, and then she adds parenthetically, and I might not have said young, I might have said stupid. Truman died in office. He served four terms. New York was the south of the colonies. Oh, my goodness. End email. I'd like to clarify that she didn't close her quote, so everything (laughs) that will be said on the rest of this podcast is also part of her quote. Okay. Um, I, I, do th- I think we know, you know where she stands. She also doubled down on Twitter, um, calling it unconscionable, I think, that we got FDR and Truman confused. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is, this is what I was talking about <laughs> yeah. when I said, all this stuff's available on the internet, just look it up. Yeah. But you know what? I, I'm, I'll admit that history, I think my high school history courses were lacking and teaching me things <laughs> that were not good. But I did learn a ton of stuff about FDR. And that's yes. what I'm saying. It's starting to become a little concerning to me that I'm forgetting all these things. Yes. I, I just focused on math and science. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now turning to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, more feedback about the quiz. First from Brendan in Jersey at Brendan in Jersey. Um, all capital letters. This week's quiz is a car crash in slow motion. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say that Brendan liked the quiz. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah, we we did some dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah, we did. But then Bob Walsh, the quiz writer at Adadaya, mm-hmm. says, boom, quiz pretty well crushed. Nice. Um, KJ and Fuego, troubling mm-hmm. that Jason knew the name of the UGA mascot but could not correctly locate the Georgetown campus. <laughs> yes. Hashtag ask Saliza, hashtag, rem- hashtag remedial geometry. Yeah. <laughs> So Lizzo um, went to Georgetown, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, that's why I don't want to associate with it <laughs> or even remember in my mind where it, where it is. And I think when he says that I crushed it, I, I did crush it, Bob, but I crushed it with the knowledge that wasn't actually in the questions. I just added my own knowledge. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brad Weiss at One Brad Weiss says, Harry Truman and John Tyler were two of the longest-lived presidents, but other than that... Completely wrong, speaking of tangent. <laughs> yes. Um, and one more f- clarification um, from Adam Benson. And Benson underscore the comic. And this is a really great clarification to me because Adam last week sent us a clarification about this same topic. 
mm-hmm. that only confused us more. And so now he's sending us another one to clarify last week. So it's a clarification of a, his clarification from last week. And, and here, I am not clear on this at all. Okay, well, here's his clarification. Dawn's Creek is not coming back. <laughs> I'm blaming that last tweet on sleep deprivation. <laughs> so are we going to get another clarification from him next week? I, I, I hope so, because I'm not Creek, sure what Dawn's Creek is. I know. <laughs> Okay. Dawn's uh, Creek, it sounds like a show that I would not watch. Yeah, m- me either. Um, <laughs> and from Cool Aunt Claire at Cool Aunt Claire, this isn't a clarification. Well, I guess it's a clarification of her feelings. My speaking of tangents verdict on the missing lunch tweets. I'm on KJ's side, uh, as with pretty much everything else. Jason is technically correct that it had no payoff, but we didn't know, and no payoff is in quotes, but we didn't know that would be the case as we tuned in during real time, and it was fun. And so that's what I was trying to say. Thank you, Claire. Uh, it was the live tweeting part for me that sort of made it fun. You didn't know where it was going to go, and it didn't matter to me that there was no payoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the opposite side of that one. Yeah. On the March Madness brackets, which we said we would not mention again. But since we talked about brackets and end quotes today, I figured we could probably get away with talking about brackets. Kevin Stanfield at Stanfield. Kevin, I've been a little busy. Is it too late to turn in my brackets? (laughs) (laughs) No. We still got four prizes available. Yeah. And from Todd Takei at Tooth Takei. OMG, I have so much to say about the beer slash cider slash sake discussion. Mm -hmm. One, KJ needs to visit at... Matoy Sake? Matoy? And it, I, it's a Minneapolis bar that serves sake, is what I oh, cool. gleaned from all that. Two, all are welcome at the beer share. Three, I have cider for KJ. Four, I will look into that beer. Cool. And I believe he sent us another message about where I could get that yes, beer. Yes, he here. found the beer at Total Wine in Which your area. Which is like, you know, an hour from me. Because <laughs> like I said, Atlanta is enormous in trying to get through it but yeah it's cool that it's actually here at all because it's not anywhere uh in my general and it's not anywhere in my direct area so i will have to go check it out and maybe i can order it from them i I think it actually had an order online option which everybody does nowadays they're all competing with amazon yeah can you order alcohol through the mail i think certain states that certain states that have um (laughs) liquor licenses to mail i i think you can okay I'll look into that. Though, I don't think Minnesota you can, but maybe Atlanta. I mean, Georgia. <laughs> so it's, yeah, Georgia might as well be called Atlanta. At this yeah. point. Oh, and James Cunningham also sent a, me a tweet that he was going to bring a six-pack of cider for me. Um, oh, nice. This is two kind gentlemen, and, and I said on Twitter, and this is true, that six-pack pla- six would probably take me a month to finish. <laughs> but And he said it was a dry cider, which I prefer, so... I'm looking forward to trying those things at this beer share whenever is, it's taking place. Is James in North Carolina or South Carolina? I think he's in I North he's Carolina. North. Yeah, I think he's like in the Raleigh area. Um, yeah. I was just going to say, you know, by the time Jingle Fest rolls around, you know, he might not, him, whoever's in South Carolina, like young Statman, might not be able to visit because South Carolina may have seceded from the Union by then, the way they're going now. Yeah, maybe. Did you see that the other day? What part? That literally one of the GOP senators in South Carolina has started tried to start a bill that will enable them to break away from the United States and secede. Oh, I don't think I did see that. Because <laughs> every so often me. that happens. Somebody does that, don't they? It was over, you know, if the United States started banning assault rifles because they were like, oh. it's, you know, against the Second Amendment. So South Carolina is going to secede. And I'm just going to say, um, I've lived in South Carolina. I've been to South Carolina. My family lives in, my parents live in South Carolina. Um, just let them go. <laughs> the only city we really need is Charleston, maybe Columbia. Uh, I mean, just rope in, you know, just the eastern, the western part of South Carolina that's, you know, connected to Augusta, basically. Just kind of rope that in so that becomes Georgia. And then just let the rest of it go. Let them go. Let them do what they want. I do not think I've ever spent any time in South Carolina. 
It's not bad. It's I mean, it's just like any other place. It's it's just like in anything south of Macon in Georgia is just like all the same. And it's totally fine and it's open country and it's cool. It's just people are crazy. Yes. It's like the internet. South Carolina is like the internet if you like put like all the worst parts together in one place and let people <laughs> run wild. So is South Carolina taking over for Florida? Um, it's basically North Florida, yeah. Okay, because you always hear a Florida man, a Florida woman, but you don't hear a South Carolina man as often. No, well, they can't read and write, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you've now, you've now, um. Oh, I'm piling, I'm going all in against South Carolina. Well, you've, you've gone all in against South Carolina. At the top of the episode, you went all in on Canadians. Mm-hmm. Who else? The internet. The internet. So everybody. And I assume you're going to go in all in on this next thing from John Miller at JKM563. Probably. It's a, he Even though tweet, I don't know what it is. He tweeted a picture of a six-pack of Bud Light Orange saying, Why? Question mark. This, this, my, this might turn my stomach. <laughs> I I'm appreciate not, you I'm reading. not bracketing anything there. There we go. Just straight quotes. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it like made him like so disoriented. He was <laughs> like, "I can't type." Well, the thing yeah, about John, John um, does a lot of voice yes. to text or voice to tweet. Yes. Um, so to, I'm sure that's what happened. Text, here. Like, yeah, uh, I um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I, yeah, I can't. I, what are people doing? I would rather drink beer at the beer share than this Bud Light orange crap. And I saw somebody also tweeted about flavored cokes this week or something like that. And I've been, I've been so busy I hadn't been on Twitter really much at all in the last couple of weeks, and probably won't be for a while. But yes, I agree. I uh, didn't see anything about flavored, flavored cokes. cokes. No, it's terrible. Why? Why are you ruining stuff? It's well, just some it's people the same like story. cherry coke. No, drink like a cherry drink. Don't ruin coke by putting cherry in it. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the? Reference on John Oliver this week about Pepsi. No, I haven't watched it this week. It was, some, or maybe it was last week, but something about, um, you know, not fake, fake news or fake advertising. You know, Pepsi can't really do what they should do, which is sad Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny, and then they showed the label of Pepsi with a teardrop coming down and coming down out of it. All right, I have to go watch that now. It was just a really, you know, it was very fast, and, but it was in there, and I thought of you. <laughs> Truth. It's true. Yeah. Sad Coke. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So, yeah, oh, no, no to orange Bud Light. No to oh, orange absolutely. any beer. No, no to combinations of anything like that. Just yeah, why? That's our official stance. Why. If we haven't mentioned that before, I don't think we maybe have made that clear, but we're declaring this. No, no, um, I keep wanting to say collaborations, which I'm okay with collaborating. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? You just said it. Let's see if we can figure this out. <laughs> um, it's, it's a lock that you can have that doesn't have a key. Combinations. Yes, there we go. <laughs> this is like, this is like password, like you were trying to do last yes, week with yeah. the, the code. The secret like, password is combination and i have to say words that make you say the word without actually saying the word yeah and actually i'm not bad at those games that's why i'm so good at the game taboo i don't know what that is taboo is one of the greatest board games ever maybe we shouldn't speak of that yeah maybe not <laughs> that's a good point i really don't know what that game is oh it's basically um it's basically password Really? They, gi- they give you a word, and like, let's say the word is water, mm-hmm. and then they give you five or six words on the, on the card that you cannot say in order to get the person to say water. Oh, so they so narrow it. So river, they... lake, ocean would, not, would, would be on the list, maybe. You can't say those things. Well, I mean, any smart person would just say H2O, and that'd be the end of it. We win. Yeah. What do we win? What do we get? Four there are of the four ten prizes, prizes in, in the yeah. prize closet. Yeah. <laughs> there are four prizes yet to be claimed. So do they have to like have it like email time stamped before midnight on yes. Friday? Yes, we are doing all we can to avoid shipping these items. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
truth in advertising right there. We, we, we don't hold anything back. <laughs> That's right. Um, and <laughs> speaking of, well, never mind. We'll, we'll save that for Speaking of day. well, never mind. Speaking of well, never mind. Well, obviously you do have something else, but besides that thing, is there anything else this week? No, I think that's good. Okay, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Advertising and marketing by, speaking of advertising and marketing, we here at Speaking of Tangents podcast are going to be printing Speaking of Tangents t-shirts. The same t-shirts were given away to our first and second place winners in the bracket tournament challenge. And this is going to be an exclusive first time run of these t-shirts. And we may not ever print any more. So if you want to get in on this special order and be one of 50 people in the world to own this t-shirt, email us at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com and let us know that you'd be interested in buying one or how many you're interested in buying if you want more than one and, and what size you'd like. You don't pay until we win your case. Wait, you don't pay until you pay. Oh, and speaking of money, French toast is money, y'all. Eat it, mama. Love you. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.